the Thriving Student Podcast, helping you go from surviving to thriving during your studies. Hi there, love. My name is Bridget, and I'm a qualified naturopath at Earthly Health Naturopathy. Welcome to the Thriving Student Podcast. My aim is to provide you with practical natural health tips about nutrition, lifestyle changes, and some herby magic to make studying a little easier. So let's go. Welcome to episode two. How was your first week of school? How's the vibe? I was uh, talking to a client this week about how we both experienced such anxiety before the first day of school around, I'm not a change person, so around the change in routine. And even though we actually enjoyed school, I think it's a testament to sort of how important it is and how valued it actually is in our lives. I still look back on school and especially my time at uni and when I studied naturopathy with such love, even though at times it felt so overwhelming. So anyway, I hope you had a wonderful first week of school. This episode of the Thriving Student Podcast, we're going to be talking a little deeper about why you need to be eating your breakfast, including some bricky idea inspiration as well. From the feedback that I got after the last episode, a lot of people really resonated with this tip from episode one. So I thought we'd unpack that a little bit more. First up though, goddamn love, you blew me away with the level of support after my first episode. I I cannot believe how many people were willing to give me your ears for 17 minutes. That was so, so special. The best feedback I got was from a mum who said she listened to it with her kids while getting ready to go back to school. And after listening to it, said that her daughter was going to start eating brekkie again before going off to school. So, I mean, that's... <laughs> It's just incredible. I feel so I feel so lucky. I feel very privileged to sort of be in that position. So that's why I thought we'd jump into talking a little more about breakfast. Essentially, I really want to emphasize the why about why eating breakfast is so important, especially a balanced breakfast, um, as well as some actual examples of what I think a good brekkie looks like or what it might include. Okay, so what is a balanced brekkie exactly? So when I talk to my clients about eating a balanced meal, I'm talking about a combination of the three key macronutrients. They are our fats, our carbohydrates, and our proteins. We need all three of these macronutrients to create energy and all three in a meal to send the message to our brain that we're full that we've had enough, that we've got what we need to make the energy. Let me focus on, let the digestive system focus on digesting that. So proteins is typically looks like a lot of people will picture things like animal products, like meat and chicken and dairy and eggs and fish. They're all typically what we know as protein sources. Um, But there are plant-based protein sources as well, like soy and legumes and beans and things like that. Carbohydrates we all recognize as things like bread, pasta, rice, but our veggies and fruits probably fall into this category as well. Lots of whole grains and things count as carbohydrates. And fats include things like our oils, um, dairy contains plenty of good fats as well, nuts, seeds, and stuff like that. No one food belongs exclusively to one category. They do tend to belong across all three of those macronutrients. Some might just have more amounts of one macro than the other. 
Combining the protein, the carbs, and the fats into a meal is how we classify it as balanced. Combining food sources of those three macros is how we categorize it as a balanced meal. Uh, I always add a fourth macro or just a fourth element to a meal of flavor because if the meal doesn't taste good, then what's the point in the first place? So we're talking about combining a balanced brekkie or any balanced meal, but let's focus on brekkie today as fats, carbohydrates, proteins, and then also that it tastes good as well. So reason number one why I think we need to make sure that we're having breakfast in the morning, and this is something that I touched on last week, is that basically breakfast is one third of the day's nutrition. If we're eating three main meals a day, our breakfast is where we get a whole third of those nutrients. It's also been most likely for most of you at least eight hours since your last meal. Sometimes it's 10 or 12 hours since our last meal. If you eat breakfast in the morning, you will need to have some nutrition for the body to actually feel like it can get up and go that day. Like it can start the processes that wake us up and make us feel good during the day. When we eat breakfast in the morning, it's been shown to be less likely to rely on quick snacks, um, things where we usually would reach for something that maybe is high in sugar or really quick bursts of energy. Um, Those quick snacks that we would need throughout the rest of the day tend to be avoided if we're having breakfast. Our gut also really enjoys focusing on digesting a meal at a time rather than digesting lots of different little grazing bits of food throughout the day. So when we have a whole breakfast, the gut can focus on digesting that, absorbing the nutrients from that whole meal over the next couple of hours, and then let you know when it's time to have lunch again. If we skip over that breakfast in the morning, those hunger signals can be dysregulated for the rest of the day. The other reason we need to have breakfast is obviously because of our energy levels. Having breakfast will literally help you feel like you've got more energy throughout the day, especially if we can have it before we have our coffee. That That is a different conversation. We will be talking a lot about coffee at another time, but essentially brekkie first, coffee later. From a, from a clinical perspective, I've had countless clients come up to me or in a consultation we'll be talking about their low energy levels throughout the day and then once we find out by digging a little deeper we discuss that they will be skipping breakfast in the morning or maybe they don't eat until 10 11 o'clock in the day by reintroducing a morning meal adding more energy into the diet means that we're able then to use more energy throughout the day we've got more energy to actually rely on throughout the day Breakfast will also replenish our supply of glucose, which is what our brain needs to function to boost those energy levels, that alertness. Um, It's also really important for making sure that our mental performance, our attention, our concentration are all switched on as well. So breakfast is going to help a lot with that. As a little bit of a side note, a lot of people did mention about the idea of using some things to focus, like how we can improve focus throughout our studying time. Um, This is definitely something that I'm going to talk about later on in a different episode, some more strategies to help with that focus. But getting in enough basic nutrition is really step number one. There's also quite a bit of information in regards to studies about adolescents uh, who regularly eat breakfast that also tend to perform better academically. So at school, we're more likely to be getting good results if we are eating breakfast in the morning. So that that alone, I know that a lot of you who will be interested in your study and making sure that you're feeling healthy during your study is so that you can perform really optimally. So there is data to suggest that eating breakfast can help with that just alone as well. 
My last little point about why it's so important to eat breakfast, and this is probably a little bit more around how to structure that breakfast and how I would like and how I recommend that people structure their brekkies, is around making sure that we do have that balanced breakfast, that combination of proteins, carbs and fats. But protein at breakfast time is probably something that people struggle with the most because when people hear protein, they might only think about red meat or chicken, something that feels too heavy or too intense or too much like dinner to eat at recce time, especially if you're somebody who might struggle with nausea in the morning or a lack of appetite or feeling a little bit unwell if you're eating too early in the morning. But protein is really one of the most valuable nutritions and I think there are so many more options than just having red meat, for example. Protein, when digested and uh, broken down, is broken down into amino acids. Amino acids act like our building blocks for creating and repairing tissues, neural connections, which are all of our little tiny connections in the brain, which is how we absorb and retain information. So again, very, very important for studying. Proteins are also one of our most balanced, most reliable sources of energy. So I mentioned this in last week's episode that we do need to, I really like to recommend having a high protein breakfast in the morning. If we rely on carbohydrates alone, which is so much of what our breakfast foods are, like cereal and bread and things like that, relying on those as sources alone at breakfast time can lead to spikes in blood sugar. That might cause a really big high in energy, but in reality, it's really brief. It's a very brief burst of energy, and it actually results in a much lower dip in energy that can make us feel even more sluggish, like we might need more food much earlier again in the day rather than being able to last until lunchtime. Not to mention that big fluctuations in our blood sugar levels will actually cause uh, inflammation in the body as well. So we want to try and avoid that as much as possible. So in terms of some actual ideas for breakfast time, I am going to focus on trying to get a little bit more protein into your morning meal so that we can sort of rely on that. I do want to stress though, this is this is really all about perfecting that morning breakfast, which is not something that I expect you to do right from the get-go. I am more than happy for your achievement this week to be that you got up in the morning and you had breakfast a couple of times when maybe that's not something that you regularly do, even if that breakfast looks like a piece of fruit uh, or just a piece of toast, that, that is completely okay. You're allowed to take this at the pace that works well for you. I'm going to be talking about some ways that we might be able to improve upon that breakfast, maybe optimize it a little bit so that it is a little bit more balanced and that we can feel like we've got good energy to last us throughout the day and it's it's sort of having the best biggest and best impact it can. So I'm going to talk through five different ideas or five different sort of inspiration ideas to um, include for your breakfast. The first one I'm going to talk about is eggs. These really are the most optimal breakfast food. Eggs themselves are like nature's little protein ball. They're really, really high in protein. But as well as that, they've got some really fantastic healthy fats uh, in them as well. So we're talking about the egg and the yolk. We're not doing any separating here. We want the complete egg all together for breakfast. Having eggs as a boiled egg um, as a snack is really great, but also alongside your piece of fruit as you leave the house in the morning if you need something quick. Boiled eggs are also great that they can be um, organized in advance. So if you boil up four or five on the weekend and sort of have those throughout the day, uh, throughout the week, sorry, that can be a really helpful thing to do. 
but also things like omelets um, and scrambled eggs. And there are even some really great recipes online for like an eggy little muggin that you can actually make in the microwave, which takes about four seconds and is absolutely delicious. I really, really think eggs are one of our most optimal breakfast foods. In fact, really just one of our most optimal foods. So if you can start including some more eggs into your diet, then that's definitely something I would highly recommend that you do. They've also got some really fantastic little micronutrients. So we've talked about the macronutrients. They're the big overarching nutrients involved in different foods. There are also teeny tiny little micronutrients as well, things that you'll recognize as vitamins, minerals like magnesium or um, selenium or iodine, all of these little things that help to contribute to the functioning of your body. Eggs are like a total nutrition bomb. They've got so many little micronutrients in them as well. So a fantastic source to have first thing in the morning. One of my other, my next favorite recommendation for breakfast is overnight oats or oats in general. So oats are a really fantastic carbohydrate source. They're incredibly nourishing. They're also incredibly nutrient dense as well. They're also very, very gentle on the tummy. When cooked down, you'll note with oats that they get quite um, slimy, very... um, mushy almost I guess is probably the best word in terms of it's very very good for coating our stomach and helping to um, reduce any nausea or upset stomach you might feel in the morning if you're eating something different so oats are really fantastic if you can cook up fresh porridge in the morning with some uh, water or milk or plant-based milk um, and some berries you've got a winning combination especially if it's beautiful and warm on a cold morning but overnight oats are an option that you can actually prepare in advance you can have just a thousand different flavor combinations i love adding cacao to my overnight oats for a little bit of a chocolatey twist uh, frozen berries i also like a bit of crunch so i add some nuts and seeds or granola in the morning as well i like adding yogurt means that we can add a little bit more fats to that and if you are looking for a protein source this is one of those really easy recipes to add a protein powder to so protein powders again something that we might talk about in a different episode but just a way to sort of increase that protein content you could even use something like a nut butter like peanut butter or almond butter to get protein into an overnight oats in them um, and have that for breakfast in the morning too so oats a fantastic option either cooked up into porridge in the morning if you've got the time or you can batch make it on a Sunday night or the night before and have that ready to go to either have on the train or on the bus or to just be able to have as you walk down the street, you know, on on your way to school or on the way to uni. My next option is sort of uh, another one that can be prepped in advanced, smoothies. And smoothies are my absolute go-to. I think they are just so just ripe for potential for how much nutrition we can shove into a smoothie and I'm I'm super basic I prefer to have something that has got some cacao in it for a bit of a chocolatey twist you'll note that I love chocolate um, and I use frozen berries I use oats again so very very similar ingredients if I've got some extra nuts and seeds I can pop those in there I use an again a nut butter to sort of increase the fat content so that I'm feeling fuller for longer um, and it's just something that I can whiz up in the Nutribullet or in the blender or whatever sort of little mixer that you've got at home you can combine I see a lot of people combine their ingredients into different sort of snap lock bags and freeze them into individual portions so everything's ready to go for you in the morning you just add your liquid or you can at least have you know sort of your go-to ingredients I reckon making my smoothie takes me about 45 seconds in the morning so there's really no excuse for not being able to have something that's super nutritious and truly 
lasts me until lunchtime. Like I really feel like I can get a lot done and have a good energy boost just from having a smoothie in the morning. So it's not necessary. It doesn't have to be perfect. I think the best thing about a smoothie is that it can be very forgiving in terms of if you don't like one favorite combination, you can just try something different the next day. Um, a lot of people will use banana or mango or different fruits, spinach. You can use avocado as well. So a really great option to get in a little bit of extra color, flavor, veggies in the morning too. So definitely recommend a smoothie if you want to give that a try. Okay, my fourth option for breakfast is still having toast. I still absolutely support having toast for breakfast, but I don't support having toast alone for breakfast, just butter on toast, because it's simply just sort of one component of that balanced breakfast. So what I would say is that if we can pimp up that toast a little bit, we can add some more nutrition to that, that would be fantastic. So some of my favorite flavor combinations are adding things like avocado and goat's cheese or just regular cheese as well. They are really fantastic sources of uh healthy fats so that we're going to be able to feel a bit fuller for longer then there are some protein options like cheese again will also add a little bit of a uh, protein but if you're looking for a bit more things like ham or chicken or salmon or turkey those sort of deli meats as well are a way that we can sort of add in a little bit of extra protein in the morning too if you're going to have peanut butter on toast you can add a little bit of banana or some cinnamon to give it an extra bit of flavor um it might also be something that you have toast alongside a small smoothie as well. So that's something that you could add to your protein powder to so that you've got something a little bit more balanced. But if you're going to have if you're going to have toast in the morning, that's absolutely fine. Consider um, trying a couple of different flavor combinations or just adding a little bit more nutrition to that with some extra foods. Not only could you add a smoothie, you could actually also have eggs on toast. So you could have your boiled eggs mashed up with some avocado or some goat's cheese or just on their own. You could have poached eggs. You can have a small cheesy omelette or you can have eggs with spinach and tomato and cucumber. Again, these are all things that maybe you don't have the time to start doing that right now, but maybe that's something that you can have on a Saturday that once you get really good at it and figure out what your things are that you like, that might be something that if you have a bit of extra time in the morning, you can add those things in there. So that's my pimped up toast recommendation. Then the last thing that I would always suggest for breakfast, and some people do look at me with the eye when I suggest this one, but genuinely, I recommend leftovers for breakfast. I am a super big advocate for being able to eat whatever, anything can be a breakfast food. It does not have to be uh, a classic eggs on toast. It does not have to be cereal. It does not have to be something that we would usually classify as a breakfast food. Leftovers, like leftover dinners, for example, do tend to be, dinners tend to be probably one of our most balanced meals that we have, maybe because uh, somebody else is in charge of making it, or maybe because it's just the way that we understand to combine foods, like having uh, meat and three veg, or something that's just a little bit more um, nutritious or a little bit more comprehensive as a meal. So having that as some sort of leftovers for breakfast is still absolutely acceptable. My personal favorite, and I have been known to make up fried rice as one of my absolute favorite meals to have during the week as a bit of a bulk meal, I will have fried rice for breakfast and I will cook an extra fried egg and have that on top. And it is just so 
warm and nutritious and delicious and I love it. I think that my body runs best off having something a little bit more savory, a little bit more balanced for the rest of the day as well. So we've got the reasons why we need to have breakfast and then five of those inspiration ideas. Eggs, if and when you can ever have them, I always recommend eggs for breakfast. Overnight oats or oats in general are a really nutritious, nutrition dense sort of option to have for breakfast as well with plenty of different flavor combinations smoothies again flavor combinations are important try and make something that you like but a way to be able to get something in that's very balanced changing up your toast and experimenting around with avoiding plain old normal toast and then trying to start building that from there and then leftovers you can pretty much have whatever you like for breakfast so if breakfast don't breakfast foods don't apply to you or don't uh uh aren't attractive to you then that's okay you can sort of have whatever you like so I hope that has convinced you about why breakfast is so important to have in the morning but maybe also given you some ideas on how to change up your breakfast menu I know that some of you will still be thinking I feel so unwell in the morning if I eat breakfast or the idea of eating breakfast in the morning makes me feel unwell or I just don't have the appetite I still really encourage you to definitely reach out and see if there's anything that might be going on in your digestive system. As I said at the start of the podcast, your body has been without food for quite some time, so it should definitely crave some sort of nutrition to continue on with. So if you don't wake up feeling super hungry, it can be a sign that maybe stress is a little bit too high in the uh, the very early part of the day, which can be the case when we think about alarms and running off to catch the bus or running late because of traffic or whatever it might be. That can make you feel a little bit stressed and sort of turn off our ability to want to digest food. So it maybe shuts down that appetite a little bit. And for some people, it can be related to how well their digestive system is functioning and that the idea of food, it sort of makes the digestive system turn off a little bit. So we feel a little bit unwell. So these are things that can be addressed with a naturopath. Um, And if that's not somewhere that you want to start yet, I do recommend reaching out to the GP to make sure that nothing else is going on because you should want to eat breakfast. So hopefully this podcast has explained why eating breakfast is so important, but then also those five ideas for having breakfast as well. So hopefully that's something that you can start to incorporate into your studies, into your little morning routine to help you thrive. Thanks for listening to the Thriving Student Podcast. You can find me on Instagram and Facebook at Earthly Health Naturopathy Or you can email me with any feedback or questions at hello at earthlyhealth.com.au. I'd absolutely love to hear from you. You can also rate and follow the podcast. That would be just amazing. All right. Good luck with your sack or assignment this week. Keep well and we'll talk soon. This podcast was recorded on the land of the Bunurong people of the Kulin Nation. Always was, always will be Aboriginal land.